0: Hi Amanda, how are you doing?
1: Just chilling, how are you
0: doing? One of these times you're not gonna say the just chilling. You're not gonna get Mm. me to say it. I was walking in the neighborhood the other day, now now, granted it was my neighborhood, a bunch of old people, it wasn't like on a college campus like you, and uh, I almost said just chilling and I stopped myself, my my wife looked at me and asked me if I was okay and I said no and we just kept walking. (laughs) (laughs) That's how that works. You're not going to get me to say it. Um, so today, I'm kind of excited. Uh, big, big episode. Well, probably the episode where we got the most feedback of what people wanted to hear about. Can you guess what it is? Oh,
1: everybody! Everybody wants to know the ins and outs of this. How to cheat it. How to
0: get you more know, money. How to. Yep. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. But you know what? It, what's nice is when we're talking. We're going to talk about financial aid today um we've got a newer employee to svsu someone who i met in the fall and uh was really excited he's he's been very helpful with some of my students and just i thought he'd be the perfect person let's bring him in and and talk to him and and ask some of those big questions about financial aid so are you ready to meet michael
1: yep i guess so all
0: right let's get him in here let's see how it's going Michael, how are you doing?
2: Good. How are you doing?
0: Good, good. Thanks for joining okay. us today. I've got Amanda here. <laughs> Hello, Hello, Amanda.
1: <laughs> What's up?
0: Okay. So we were just we were just talking and we we're saying, okay, we started this podcast uh, about a month and a half ago. And I would say at least weekly, I get a comment or a question or uh, a parent reaching out saying, Listen. All this is good information, but we really want to hear about financial aid. So mm-hmm. no pressure, but you are like the number one guest we've gotten so far.
2: It's the usual. Yeah, that's the usual <laughs> question.
0: <laughs> that, that's all right. That's good. We're, we're excited to have you. So could you, uh, before we begin, could you just kind of give us a little background about yourself, what you do at SVSU?
2: Oh, yeah, no problem. Yeah, I've been with SVSU now for seven months. Um, so I'm kind of new um, here, but um, all in all about a little over seven years in financial aid. I worked at two other institutions before here, um, doing both processing of, um, of financial aid and also working one on one with students and parents, helping them, you know, to be able to pay for their education. So
0: Very cool. Lots of experience. Uh, bless you because I being in, I've been in admissions for 16 years and financial aid still. I mean, after 16 years, you think I would know it front and back. I probably, and Michael will attest to this, Amanda, you ready? I probably come over to your office. What once, twice a week with a doozy. That's probably,
2: that's a That's probably an understatement probably. (laughs) Yeah. And now
0: that we're all working from home during the pandemic, uh, we're on speed dial on Teams. It's okay. It's good. Yes, I appreciate yes all your help.
2: Everybody. <laughs> yeah, everybody's uh, constant contacting, which is great.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, I think Amanda's going to start out for us. And I think uh, why don't you shoot with your question, Amanda?
1: Okay. So, this is a, actually a big question I have personally um, mm-hmm. Am I qualified for financial aid, or are there just like specific people who qualify for it? Gotcha.
2: Yeah. So basically financial aid, federal financial aid is available to any, any person that is a U.S. citizen or a eligible non-citizen. And what that means is, is if you're on a student visa or you're on a work visa and you're here for a temporary uh, stay, then you can receive federal aid funds to help supplement your education.
0: Very cool. You know, I, When I talk to students, they're always kind of confused about the term financial aid. So (laughs) let's take this even a little bigger step. When we say financial aid, I know that it includes scholarships, right, from the university. And we've got three different types. Uh, I always talk about academic scholarships, athletic scholarships. I never got one of those. And in private scholarships. That's scholarship money that's given to the foundation and then the university then uh, returns it to, to incoming freshmen or returning students. Mm-hmm. What are the other types of financial aid that our students can receive? Gotcha. Yeah, so most of the time
2: people think of financial aid of, like you said, just the scholarships and grants and going out there and looking at different private scholarships that institutions, um, you know, community foundations are always a good avenue, I always tell people. Mm-hmm. Um, your banks, actually your credit unions as well um, are good ones out there. Um, But it doesn't only incorporate that. There's also federal aid. And what that federal aid is is your Pell Grant, which is given to any individual that has, um, that's filled out a FAFSA, And also along with um, student loans. Now, a lot of times people think student loans, well, that's a loan. No, it's an actual federal aid. It was money that's loaned to you to pay back after you've, you know, completed your degree so that's also federal aid as well and it's um, part of um, financial aid
0: so so those are the different types of financial aid what is the uh, h- how does a student even start where do they even begin uh, you and I and and I was teasing Amanda earlier I'm gonna make her say it a little later I know there's a form out there but I'm gonna get your professional opinion what what is the form how do students begin? the whole financial aid process.
2: Okay, so the best, the, what I always tell students, the first thing you need to fill out is a FAFSA. Okay, um, and that is FAFSA. And <laughs> F- sometimes Stop. people pronounce it, yeah, exactly. Um, but it's, it stands for Free Application for Federal Student Aid, okay? Um, and you can just Google it, type in FAFSA, boom, it'll come up, um, and it's absolutely free for you to fill out. And it's an application basically that looks at um, your household size and looks at the income inside the house um, to incorporate all that's there to estimate what you would be paying towards your education. And then from that gives us a need of what financial aid is to supplement what you aren't able to afford to pay for your education.
0: Nice. So how, how often do students need to apply for this FAFSA?
2: Um, once a year, every year. Yep. And they can actually, um, as soon They're as October 1st. <laughs> so every year, October 1st, bam, it happens for the next year. So we're actually, right now it's always funny for everybody else, but our minds are, you know, for financial aid right now, we're not only finishing up the the previous year and working on the year that we're coming into this fall, for students, but we're also, as soon as October 1st happens, we're two years ahead. So we're not only working on the two years that we're working on, but we're also working on a third year as soon as October 1st happens. So as soon as October 1st happens, I always tell students, go out there, fill it out. Like I said, it's absolutely free. Um, I know times sometimes uh, students will ask the question of, well, I paid somebody to do it. Well, don't, you don't have to. Um, and you can just go ahead and, um, work on that application yourself and just go through it slowly, listen, just read all the way through the questions and it will help you with answering those questions.
1: Okay, um, I have a question about that too. What happens if you just don't fill it out or you forget? Like, are you going to just be kicked out of school? Like what's going to happen?
2: No, uh, you know, <laughs> you are still eligible for other scholarships and grants out there. It's only for federal aid that you have to fill out that application. Now, some of our state aid, um, like TIP, um, Michigan Competitive Scholarship, and all those different scholarships that are state aid, um, also require a FAFSA. Now, some private scholarships also will require a FAFSA, um, just because they want to know the need that is needed um, for the financial, you know, money that they're going to be providing for you. Um, so that's why they require that or ask you to fill that out.
0: Okay. So, yeah. But, yeah asked- we, you
2: can still get other um, There are even private loans, student loans out there that you can get that will pay for your education that you don't have to fill out a
0: pass. I'd tell you this, Amanda, though, from from all of my experience, (laughs) as a student, when October rolls around, treat it like your taxes. You got to do it. Do it right away. Even Mm -hmm. if you don't plan on taking out the federal student loans, you never know what's going to pop up. I know that for incoming freshmen, we, as part of our academic scholarships, one of the stipulations is we encourage them to apply for FAFSA in October and have that on file. It doesn't mean that they need to take any of that financial aid, but as an academic scholarship winner, it'd be nice to get even more money. Right. right, so so nice we have know, more
1: money. <laughs> <Yeah>. right.
0: <laughs> so we we put that stipulation because we'll have a lot of academic scholarship winners that'll just say, oh well, I'm getting you know half my tuition taken care of. I can just pay the rest out of pocket. I'm gonna. That's how I'm gonna do it. Well, they don't know what else might be out there. Right? Um, right they might qualify for something and i'm setting you up here michael sorry but
2: no, i
0: they've got I, you know we got to talk about the svog the saginaw oh. valley opportunity Grant. so one of the questions that always comes up we we talk about these scholarships and and you know who should fill out fafsa i encourage all freshmen to fill out fafsa because they never know what might out be out there one of my favorites is the SVOG grant, Saginaw Valley Opportunity Grant. Michael, could you tell us a little bit about that for incoming freshmen?
2: Right. So it's up to, um, for all incoming, like you said, incoming freshmen, they have up to, for those that live on campus, you have up to $6,000 you can receive. Um, And then those are off campus, up to $5,000 that you can receive. Um, Now that's coupled with any other scholarships that you get. So that's the cap. So a lot mm-hmm. of times people are like, well, I got this other grant for you know, two thousand or three thousand you know scholarship. Well, that's encoupled with that, so you can have up to that six thousand dollars or that five thousand dollars cap together.
0: Yeah, that. But I always I use money you don't
2: have to pay back, and it's not money you you know, it's just us as an institution that gives to say here we're going to help you out as you start out and as you you know you're starting out with uh, with us. So.
0: I, I tell you, I have a lot of my students who are cardinal or university scholarship winners, so they'll get two or three thousand dollars, and that's exciting. That's a lot of money to get. Oh yeah. Then they they don't know, and they they fill out. We make them fill out FAFSA in order to receive mm. the scholarship, and all of a sudden, that two or three thousand dollars gets bumped up to six thousand with this SVOG right. grant. And mm-hmm. it's, I think it's something that a lot of students don't know that they can qualify for. You know, one big question i'm gonna let amanda ask the uh college work study because i always make her work and do those things so we're gonna i'm gonna wait on that one a second but i gotta ask how how does a prospective student find their financial aid award letter where does it come okay
2: so it comes through your student portal Um, once you log in and you get uh, yourself set up with the student portal it's through your self-serve so through there it will list out all your different aid that you've received it will also have showing you what your actual need is so we'll show what your actual cost of attendance is um, so when I say cost of attendance is how much we estimate what your cost will be for attending with us so that's your tuition that's your books that's your transportation to from you know from home to the college if you're off um, you know living expenses and all that that's all kind of summed up into that cost of attendance so that is on there, so it shows you that, plus it shows you what you will receive in federal aid, both loans, Pell Grant, your scholarships, and everything. And then once you see that, then you can see, okay, well, I've gotten this scholarship, I've gotten this scholarship, but I still have like $2,000 of that estimated cost that I need to still kind of work out with. On top of that, I've kind of mentioned too, you kind of mentioned before about the FAFSA. Now, one of the things that the FAFSA is gonna give you when you fill that out, it's gonna help you even more because what it's gonna do is is it's gonna give you what's called the EFC, an estimated cost of uh, estimated family contribution. Um, Like I've mentioned before, filling out the FAFSA with both filling out the income and the household size, it basically comes up with an equation and tells you how much it believes you and your family will be paying towards your education. So what I always tell students is is they'll get a number, you know, let's say a thousand, you know, a thousand is that EFC. I always tell students that's what the federal government says you're going to contribute your education. Okay. So I always tell students that gives you a number to go out and get scholarships and grants for because that's the number on top of your loans and your Pell Grant that they're going to expect you to pay. So you need to go out there and find it, find out where, wherever you can get it private scholarships or whatever to help cover that cost so both your um, both that EFC and your student uh, student aid award for not only our institution but any other institution they'll show you that so that way you know where to cover to cover that cost that those gaps.
0: That's awesome. Amanda I, I hope that in the video when we edit this we catch your face on that because I have heard that a hundred times and I know how hard it is to to follow all of that. So watching you kind of like look through, that made me happy. Okay. <laughs> here's here's the point, and here's the thing that I try to impress on all of our incoming freshmen, and Michael's a great example of this. You are not going to be an expert in financial aid. Nope. It's nope. not gonna happen. Nope. Don't I always can read <laughs>
2: exactly. you can read everything. I always tell people. I tell people, basically, the, that's the thing I love about financial aid is it's like running on a treadmill. As soon as you stop or you think you're comfortable, somebody adjusts the speed or moves things. There's all these different regulations and stuff and things move. So, we have to constantly be learning, Have to be constantly moving through. So, when students say, I'm confused, I'm like, join the club. And I've worked <laughs> here for six years. So, I understand completely. So, I always tell students, do not be afraid to ask questions. Ask as many as you can. always... I don't know how many just today. I'm so sorry I'm bugging you. You're not bugging me, believe me. It's not easy to figure and follow through, so please keep asking those questions.
0: That, so that, I have that's a my question. Okay. Sorry, Nick. I didn't mean
1: to cut you off, but
0: <laughs> no, uh, um... I just I, let me get one more point in. Okay. Okay. That is that is the most important thing I think out of all this podcast is. There's a lot of stuff in there, and like Michael said, just ask the question it's in our nature, SVSU's nature, to be helpful. So you have people like Michael who are out there figuring it out, who are smarter than me, okay? (laughs) And they're the people that I go to see, they're the people (laughs) that I go to see when the question comes up. So it's okay to be confused, it's okay to have the question, ask. We're gonna find the answer for you. We're gonna make it right somehow. So I'll get off that that soapbox, that was my big thing.
2: no, No, that's the thing. And that's what I always tell students, you know, when filling out the FAFSA, the FAFSA is kind of a cookie cutter thing, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's trying to collect information of people's information that's kind of like a cookie cutter, like, okay, everybody fits in this box. Well, not everybody fits in that box. So then when you don't fit in that box, people start asking questions like, well, how do I answer this? Because, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, that doesn't fit within my diagram, you know, diagram. So
0: Cool. All right. Sorry, Amanda, I cut you off. Go for it. I know you got a good question.
1: (laughs) So the college work-study, how does that work?
0: Okay, so the
2: federal work-study program is an actual program that was set up um, to basically create a work experience, working learning experience for your education. So while you're attending college, what it was to implement was is to kind of give that idea of, I'm gonna work while I go to college and learn about my field or learn about fields to get some, you know, your fingers out there in the workforce as you're attending education. So while you're getting your education, you're already starting to get some work experience under your belt while you're attending. Now, federal work-study is um, a federal, that's where a lot of times students get confused, is they're like, well, I'm I'm a work-study, you know, what does that mean? Well, you're a work study, that means you're getting financial aid. So to be a work study, you have to fill out your FAFSA. So that um, also incorporates as financial aid. So when you are a federal work study student, we sit down and say, okay, when we award you and you receive your award, you know, letter, find it, you know, work study is going to be on there because it's gonna say, okay, this is the income that you're receiving while you're attending this institution and getting work experience. So you're getting like the Pell Grant and the loans, but you're also receiving federal work study. So you're getting paid to learn basically. And so there's a bunch of different rules and regulations, you know, which I won't cover, but there's things that you to get paid. And then once you get paid, that goes towards your education. So that goes towards that award letter. So there's a big
0: word, there's a big word in there, work. I always warn students <laughs> if you look at work study and you have it on your award letter that's great take advantage of it let's find a yes. job on campus we have a lot of them yeah. but you're not getting that money until you do something correct work yeah. so you let's yeah. not count on that on the bill right yeah. up front so and
2: it, and that's the thing about it is too, Nick I'm glad you you pointed that out because that's one of the things I always tell students too I don't know where there there's been a disconnect in the last few years with this is You know even parents are like well i want my kids to focus on education which is great that's great you focus on your classes but once you get this degree you need that experience you know your degree is only going to get you to qualify for the job it's not going to get you the Mm -hmm. job work experience is going to get you the job so it's it's part of that education that you need you know it's not just your classroom education it's the real life education that you need and so this again, financial aid is not to pay for your college it 's to supplement your your income you know to supplement your income to pay for your college and that 's where a lot of times students are like well this this is i thought i was supposed to, I thought this was supposed to be for free well no it doesn 't work that way <laughs> right. you, know, it, you did it does you know ask you to put a little skin in the game so
0: and and you're totally setting us up for our next episode hint hint <laughs> uh we're going to be talking to the career services folks here pretty soon on how to find work study and some of their services. So you're a natural, you didn't even know that and you're setting us up for the next one. (laughs) Well, I I think we've covered a lot here. We've gone pretty in depth on some questions. I think I just want to recap kind of some of the things that you've said and and kind of tie a bow on all of this for our students. I think number one, what I heard you say is October is really important. We we have to fill out FAFSA in October, get it started, get it ready. Amanda, hint, hint. Let's, <laughs> let's get on it and we can get FAFSA completed and that will start our whole financial aid process. Number two, the award letter for incoming students. Once you're admitted and once we have your FAFSA, that award letter starts rolling sometime in December and throughout the, the rest of the semester for, for students. And, and whenever they're admitted, they can get that and they find that on their portal, which which you talked about. And then I think last but definitely not least, the most important thing is the stuff is confusing and it's <laughs> tough. It's OK. But that's why we have smart guys like you that are here to help and in, in talk to the students. And it's OK to ask a question. And I yes. think that will definitely, definitely help um, students get through this. Sound like a pretty good summary, you guys?
2: Yes, that sounds like a great summary. Yeah, just to realize that we have an excellent team here at SVSU. And like Nick said, the questions, the team's great. They will answer any of the questions you have and try to get you there. So please ask away.
0: Awesome. So I didn't warn you about this. Mm -hmm. We always finish each episode with an irreverent question. Nick's irreverent question of the day. Day. (laughs) Okay. Day i'm doing my own sound effects (laughs) um so at the beginning amanda or should i call her carol baskin made me watch tiger king no not not not, yeah careful it's it's scary you would i gotta ask because because michael and i come from a similar background i gotta ask you know the weather is finally changing we're finally we're finally going to get outside a little bit hopefully you got a young family. I've got a young family. I want I, my question to you is: Give me your favorite activity and why it's your favorite activity to do outside with your with your child. Because my kids are driving me crazy, and I got to find something for them to do.
2: <laughs> mine is biking. Bike. Yeah. Yep. I bike. Uh, I'm I'm a triathlete. I love doing triathlons. Oh, I didn't know. And that. And so. Um, he's my little coach, um, say, cause I have a little cart that pulls behind, um, my wife got it for me that pulls behind on my bike. So he's, he all the time, bike, 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 bike. He wants to ride in that little cart. So, and then of course he'll, he'll yell at me as if we're not going fast enough. He's faster, 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 daddy. So yeah, he keeps me, he keeps me motivated and keeps me on track. So
0: that's good. I, you know what? I like that. We, my wife for mother's day, uh, we got her a bike helmet because she wanted to get out and do some more biking. And I said, okay, I have a feeling I'm going to get a matching one here. Soon. Yes. So you guys can picture. Don't laugh, Amanda. It's some it's it's elbow. <laughs> hey, Not a bad idea. I'm just saying I'm accident prone. Well, Mikey, Michael, thank you so much for, for joining us. We really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. No problem. Um, if there's a question out there uh don't worry the the students will reach out to us, and I will get them to you all right that works awesome well, thank you so much and uh thank take you. care of yourself you too thank you yep bye bye so confused are you confused yet yep yep so and that's okay <laughs> that's the i think that is the most important thing of this whole whole um Episode. There's one last thing that that I want to make sure students know. We talked really specifically about financial aid, but we didn't get into cost. So, one thing if you're a student or parent out there and you want to uh, know what the cost is, get an idea of your financial aid. We created a new cost calculator. We've always had a cost calculator, we're just making it easier to find for students. So, if you go to svsu.edu forward slash cost quiz, forward slash cost quiz on that, then uh, you can actually go in. It's really nice because you can type in information. It'll estimate your EFC for you and then show you based on your test scores you think you're gonna get and your GPA, all sorts of uh, the financial aid and and what the real cost is for you coming in as a freshman. So I I think that's gonna be important. And and once you get that, then you realize, okay, this is real. I gotta start working with people like Michael, get my (laughs) FAFSA taken care of, right?
1: Yeah. FAFSA is confusing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's all right. It's good. You, as long as you ask questions, you'll be all set. All right. Carol Baskin, I got to go get a bike helmet now. And, uh, I have one of those things he was talking about a little trailer, but I've got a five-year-old and a one-year-old. So I don't know if I'm going to fit both of them in it. We'll see. I probably should put <laughs> helmets on them too, knowing how I drive
1: some elbow pads, some knee pads. Ugh,
0: stop it.
1: <laughs>
0: I want you to get outside too, okay?
1: Yeah, we'll see.
0: Yeah, we'll see. All right, Carol Baskin. <laughs> Amanda, take care of yourself. Wash your hands. Yep, you too. All right, we'll talk to you later.
1: See ya. <laughs>